Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping, aka, really, I'm your go-to transformation coach for all things life, business, and mindset. So welcome back, welcome back. Today, on this episode, I am talking about two of my favorite things, and I'm really excited about it. One, well, I get to talk about sports with you guys. And two, I get to combine it with giving you tips on how to move the needle in your business. Also, what I'm about to throw down here can be applied to really any goal. So stay tuned. Even if you're like, ah, not really in the business mood today, stick around. I promise you it will help you with any goal that you are trying to set. So before I dive in, let me paint a little picture for you. So a couple weeks ago, I played my first game of indoor football with the fellas, and we had so much fun. For those who are not from Newfoundland, Canada, we have a lot of wind and quarterbacking, which is throwing the ball for those people not familiar with the sport. With no wind is a totally different experience than trying to throw in the wind here in Newfoundland. It's a whole new level of amazing, so I was pumped just for that. Anywho, that isn't why we're here today. I gotta keep focused because I could talk about sports, especially football, all day long. And for those people who are not from Canada, when I say football, I mean football, not soccer. Yes, I'm talking about football. Anywho, my husband played with me as well that night. And the next morning I was dropping him off. And as I was driving, I was thinking out loud, which I do often. Half the time he doesn't listen. But this time he was listening because I was talking about sports. And I realized that growing as an athlete in all the sports that I did play And growing a business, I used a lot of the same tools. And it was almost like an aha moment. And I was like, holy moly, this is so digestible. As you know, I like to give you tips, tools, and strategies that can be really easy to integrate into your daily lives and also ones that are small enough that you can actually take action on. So Yeah, I was like, okay, I have to do a podcast around this so I can break down the biggest skills that I have used and I can show them to you so they can be transferable to the things that you want to work on. Because sometimes I think we forget even that main concept. I think we forget that we have so many skills that are transferable and are actually so beneficial to help us reach the goals we want, regardless of what your past is, what your source of employment is. We all have transferable skills that we can take from one situation to the next. I just think that we have a tendency to put things into boxes and sometimes we forget that. For this podcast, I broke down um, it into kind of five categories, into five main things that I feel 
have helped me both in sport and business or really in any other goal that I've set for myself. And I shouldn't even use the word help. I think I should use Excel or master to paint a better picture of how these five main principles have really, really helped me grow in anything that I do and also not quit when things get hard because most people can start a goal. It's maintaining and finishing before you see the results. That's where that sweet spot is. So I want to share that with you. So the first thing that I felt was the thing that made one of the biggest differences, and they're in no order. I should I should leave with that. But one of the first things as I stopped and I was preparing for the interview, I was like, practice, 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 practice. And there was a couple things under practice that I was like, yeah, these are the things that actually helped me be better on the field, on the court, on the wrestling mat in my taekwondo days where I was fighting uh, nationally. Practice was the thing that really helped me narrow down uh, my skill set and also excel in my skill set. So here are just some kind of main things underneath practice that really pushed me to be the best I could be. So the first thing is showing up when I didn't want to or when I wasn't motivated. I hear that a lot. You've heard me talk about this a lot on the podcast that a lot of people rely on motivation. And anytime you're doing something hard, that's challenging, that's putting you inside of your comfort zone. If you're waiting for motivation, you're never going to start. Right. So with practicing with all of my sports, whether it was individual or whether it was um, with a team, I showed up even when I didn't want to because I put it in my schedule, I committed to it and I did it right. Not saying that's easy, but it's definitely something that I developed and a skill that I've sharpened with practice. Right. The other thing is when I was at practice, I gave my all right. There was whether practice was two hours or an hour and a half or whatever. I had this mindset that while I was at practice, I practiced the way that I trained. So, for example, I'll use um, Taekwondo, for example, when I practice Taekwondo, I practice the way that I fought because I truly believe that what you do repeatedly and what you do in practice is how you perform uh, in any type of competition. So I worked hard while I was at practice. I treated it very seriously and I showed the heck up. The other thing under practice that I felt really hammered in the skill component piece was repetition. I remember, and I'm going to use different sports because I understand that people are from different backgrounds. Like I remember when I was uh, in basketball, I was a terrible shooter. And I remember my coach getting me to stand on the free throw line. And I repeated it over and over and over and over during my lunchtime. I'd go to the gym. I would do it over and over and over. I allowed myself to suck at it first until I got better, until it became a habit until when I was in a game, I no longer had to think about my follow through and all the skill development. So the repetition piece in practice allowed me to perform better. But I had to also embrace the fact that I was going to be shitty for a little while until I got better. And the habits around actually practicing what I wanted to get good at. Right. So for me, the thing that I needed to get good at um in basketball was shooting. And when I first started basketball, my coach actually said, Gina, your job is to get the rebounds and don't shoot the ball. And I was like, no, I want to get better at that skill. I want to be multifunctional on a court, not just be the the background girl, <laughs> not the background, but the um, the backboard girl. So that was something that I practiced on. I wanted to get good at that. So like those key things are things that you can apply to anything. 
And then even taking that practice piece a step forward is that those that were on my team, on the court, showing up in practice, doing the damn thing, we supported one another. We didn't tear each other down. We didn't criticize. We didn't look at each other's competition. And no one grows that way, right? So how you treat other people really matters. And I've carried that into my business and everything that I do because I feel, and this is just my personal opinion, whatever you want, you have to give. So if you want support, you have to give support. If you want friendship, you have to give friendship. You know, we have to work on these things. And through practice with my teammates, these things have really allowed me to be a good teammate as well, which also transferred over into the business world of how I look at other people in my field and how I support other women. So the first component, practice, 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 that is how I've really honed in using that category. The second thing, which I think, and for some reason, this was a really big aha moment and I never put the two and two together. But the second component was the coaching. I showed up, somebody else planned out the practices and showed me what I had to do to be good at the sport. I didn't have to go and do my research. Sometimes I YouTube the video, but I relied on my coach to show me how to practice, to show me how to do the things that I needed to do to get to where I want to go. I was leaning on somebody else's knowledge to fast track my progress on the field court, whatever sport I was playing. Um, sure, as I grew and as I became more, uh, I guess, immersed in my sport, my knowledge began to grow too. But when I first started out leaning on somebody else and using the coach's knowledge for what they were specialized in allowed me to fast track. And it just took the guesswork out. Like I didn't have to go and say, okay, how am I going to actually do this free throw shot? How do I, what's the mechanics? Where are my feet? Like, do I have to box up? I didn't have to do all that. My coach guided me, corrected my form, showed me what I was doing right, showed me what I was doing wrong, and allowed me to really rely on expertise that I didn't have at that time. And then based on my larger goal, which is something I do for my clients, we reverse engineer our goals. So my coach was able to break it down into bite-sized pieces. I couldn't necessarily see the whole entire picture, but he knew in order for me to get my shot, my feet had to be you know, a certain width apart. I had to square up to the board. Like there were things that I was missing. And in order to perfect the skill I was looking at, I had to break it down into a bite-sized piece. And then (laughs) I know a lot of you guys, if you played sports, you can totally relate to this. And even if you watch it, I took advice from my coach, not from the spectators. And this has been, I'm going to say, massive in my growth within my business Because I think sometimes people from the cheap seats try to give you advice because they've been watching the game, but they actually haven't put their feet on a court. And I learned that my coach knew best, not my spectators who might be watching it. And carrying that lesson over has saved me so many headaches. So that's the second category, coaching. The third one, which I thought deserved a category on its own, and I mentioned it in the first one, but it's discipline. I had to be disciplined if I wanted to grow in my sport. I had to be disciplined if I wanted to grow in my business. Um, And this meant for me, I was also teaching full time. So I only had small pockets of time. Um, And within my business, I play, uh, sorry, within my sports in high school, I played, I think it was seven sports. So I had to plan my time and setting non-negotiables where what I said I was going to do, I followed through. The non-negotiables, they were not up for grabs. They had to happen. 
And that required focus. That required doing the thing even if I didn't feel like it. It required me showing up. It required me having a goal, revisiting my goal, and doing what it took for me to follow through. It allowed me to start even if I didn't feel ready. It allowed for me to be messy before it got better, right? And this actually helped me develop a strong work ethic and create habits that supported my goals, not only within my sport, but then that kind of trickled over into everything else that I did. Academics, business, those things allowed me to. And while I don't want to get into this on the podcast, there is a thing of ease, but there is also the the fact that you do have to work in order to get your goals. This manifestation piece about ma- like thinking and wanting to come true is one piece of the puzzle. You have to be able to take action and showing up even when you're not seeing the results. So that was the third thing. Uh, which nicely ties into my fourth category, which is the long game. You know, we had to be focused on the long game and that required rest and energy management and fueling my body, taking off seasons from my sports, keep going. Like I said, even if I didn't see the results, trusting the process, not quitting when things get hard and not relying on quick fixes, which a lot of people are looking for within this industry. They're looking to get that one thing that's going to be giving them the success. And I have another podcast coming up just about that. But it's about really tapping in and looking at the long game and understanding that there's no such thing as a overnight success. There might be your one offs, but realistically, most people have to work at their goals. And I think you know, with the idea of like the non-hustle culture that's coming up, I'm totally supporting that. But I do also believe that we have to be looking more at the long game rather than the short game. We've been geared to really look at instant gratification. And I think it set a lot of people up for failure. So the long game doesn't necessarily mean work, 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 but it does mean like, okay, I have regular rest periods in my days because I'm still trying to unlearn some old patterning. I manage my energy, not my time. Um, So is looking at that long game and not thinking that it's just going to happen tomorrow. Right. And the fifth thing in the last category that I want to talk about is the accountability. And I think accountability is the number one thing that's missing for most people reaching their goals. So by me being involved in a sport and having a coach, I not only showed up for myself, but I showed up for others. And sometimes And I might get some backlash for this, but sometimes it is hard for you to show up for yourself. And sometimes we need to have something bigger than us. That is the thing that is going to help us move forward. So for me, when I commit to a team, when I commit to something, I will sometimes show up for other people rather than myself. I will show up because my coach is expecting me to be there. Some people think that, oh, you really need to be able to do do that for yourself. But I know that if I change my environment and I put myself in an environment where I have a coach, where I have people relying on me, I'm going to show up. And as long as I can control my environment, I can control my results. So by me having that accountability, it allows me to follow through. Right. So I showed up. I showed up even when I didn't want to. I paid so I would invest and take it seriously. I would invest large sums of money or invest in a coach. And I gave myself that kick in the butt and a reason to show up. I had a team. I had that environment once again that supported my results, which made it easier for me to show up. Right. I wasn't alone. 
And sometimes, you know, and when I started this journey, when I started growing my business, I did feel very alone in my journey. And it's so much harder when you're the only one trying to take action and to move forward. So having that accountability, that group, that atmosphere, that team culture of people who are working alongside of you can make a huge difference. And like I said, I feel that this can be relatable to any goal. And I think the common denominators that we just talked about are essential for all goals. And they are definitely the key components. Um, These are the ones that really worked for me and for most of my clients. Yours may be a little bit different and that's cool too. But my recommendation for you for moving forward is twofold. Number one, if you feel that you aren't ready to invest in yourself or a coach just yet, Pick one of the things that we just talked about, one of those five categories and see how you can make that work for your lifestyle. I don't want you to go and try to do all five. Some will overlap within itself, but try picking just one thing that you can dedicate to and that you can really work on. And then maybe you can build on that one and go from there. But just pick one small thing, one small step that you can that you can put into your schedule that's manageable, that's doable, that's not going to take too much of your time and then build. All these five categories didn't happen overnight. They're things that I have built and developed. Um, And trying to do all at once just won't help you, right? So break it down into those bite-sized pieces that we were talking about. Reverse engineer your goal and go from there. So that's the first one. But number two, if you are in a position and you're sick and tired of trying to do all this on your own, Hire somebody to help you in the area of uh, guidance that you need. Focus on the who, not the how, and you will expedite your results. I promise you that. So if you're struggling with social media, who can you find to help guide you? If you're struggling with nutrition, what nutritionist can you find to help expedite that process for you? And ask for the help that you need to speed up the process and take the guesswork out so you can get those results faster. But... In saying all of this, the most important thing of everything that we talked about is to take action on something that will help you get to where you want to go. Not all that busy work that we do so we can feel good about, oh, I'm working on my goal when really we're just doing busy work and we're not doing the things that are going to actually help us feel better and help us reach the goals that we want. So that is what I recommend them moving forward. That's my take on how sports and business are totally related I hope you were able to listen and take something away from there and maybe, like I said, implement and immerse yourself in some of these tools yourself um, so you can start seeing changes too. Okay, that's all I have to say um, on this topic today. I just want to thank you again for being here. And remember that we do have a fantastic giveaway happening each month. And if you want in on that, thank you. And a little opportunity to have some self-care with a $50 gift certificate to treat yourself um, just for supporting the podcast and leaving a five-star review if you so feel inclined. Um, So make sure you pop over and do that. I pick one the beginning of every month. And yeah, we pick a lucky winner and send a gift card your way. So um, if that feels good for you, please and thank you. I would super appreciate it. And your support means so much to me. And also I have some freebies in the show notes. So if you're looking to create more of a non-stoppable mindset, that supports the things that you want in life, feel free to check them out. All right, guys, have the best day. And remember, keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real.